the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. So long, sad times. Go long, bad times. We are rid of you at last, howdy gay times, cloudy gray times. You are now a thing of the past. Markets are up big. Is that what we needed a Memorial Day to pause and refresh? Well, we were up big last week, too. Um, let's talk about it. U.S. home price growth picked up in March despite COVID-19. That's probably not enough to move these markets. So what is it, you say? Um, oh, and let me say, SP 500 is above 3,000 for the first time since March 5th. Dow Jones Industrial Average is up 2.22% today. NASDAQ's up 1.3%. Um, what is the story of the day? Well, happy days are here again. Um, no, it shouldn't be that, right? More than 90 countries have requested aid from the International Monetary Fund. That doesn't sound great. China's General Secretary Xi Jinping said that China will increase preparations for military combat. Okay, that doesn't sound great for world economies. It's probably pretty good for China's in that they create an infrastructure. Even if it's an infrastructure that kills people, it's a thing that creates product. Nissan and Renault will reportedly work to strengthen their alliance instead of completing their plan merger. So none of the stories really sound like this shit is and could be and would be and is going to open up the world. Uh, the UK said they're going to reopen on June 15th. That's a couple weeks away. So, okay, okay. Uh, but there's really no big headline news out there. Crude's at $34 a barrel. That's a little bit of one. The, the crude expectations tell us um, that the expectation for flying and driving w- will be there. That $10 a barrel made no sense. $34 a barrel makes a lot more sense in the current environment. And again, I'm that's just me. So oil is kind of a positive out there. It shows us that economic activity continues to increase. Could it be a head fake? Could be. I doubt it. Governors are reopening more businesses over the holiday weekend. I went to pick up food yesterday. And I was I was appalled. There were people standing next to each other drinking beers. There were people partying and socializing in the sunshine all day long. It, did we open back up? Did I not get the memo? Or are people just getting tired and, and pushing through? I don't know. But I saw some economic activity. And it was weird because I kinda I kinda smiled and giggled to myself. I was like, I I haven't had to say excuse me and walk around someone at a restaurant in three months, it feels like, right? So oil prices is is positive. Manchester United currently says they anticipate a return to play next month. 
June 2020. Manchester United is a publicly traded soccer team. You can go out and buy them, ticker symbol M-A-N-U. I think that's kind of a cool Christmas present for a kid of yours if he plays soccer. Or if he watches soccer, or if, like, you just want to say, here's a cool kind of present. You can go out and buy one share and say, here you go, buddy. Buddy. Oh, I hate it when people call me buddy. So the real reason the stock market's rallying today, in my opinion, is a little bit of the opening upness, a little bit of the oil. But also Merck and Novavax both have announced initiatives to develop a COVID-19 vaccine. And the rate of coronavirus cases and deaths are reportedly flat or declining in most of the United States. It shouldn't be forgotten that monetary and fiscal policy remains supportive for equities when this is all said and done. Or through that process or through the end of that process. So I feel like we didn't I feel like we're back. We can't say that out loud. We can't, you know, write that down and get a tattoo. Uh, not yet, but it's out there. By all appearances, all is well with the market. Last week, the Dow Jones Industrial Average gained 3.3% to end uh, nicely. The SP 500 grew 3.2%. The NASDAQ grew 3.4%. That was the week's biggest gain in a little bit over a month. And it shows you again throw last weekend with today and there's a sense that the dread is lifting the weekend offered plenty of reasons for optimism Jerome Powell striked an optimistic tone um, last week on 60 Minutes so last week was it was nice if history is a guide the next move on the stock market should be lower um, but Again, I'm not one to try to predict the market in the short term. Uh, I go with it. The buyers haven't shown enough oomph to make any progress, uh, to hold it, to break through. But today's feeling like, okay, oil and... I don't really like the, the vaccine news. That's not economic activity to me. It, it's It's nice. Certainly, that's a way to get back to sending kids to school and going to sporting events and not freaking out. The guy next to you is sweating like a, uh, well, I don't know, a man on murder row, a man getting ready to be convicted of a murder. I don't know. But last week, we saw some renewed economic activity from Simon Property Group, United Airlines, Hilton Worldwide. Um, a lot of travel companies really saw kind of a cr- uh, opening, and maybe that, that's uh, how do we, we say this? Maybe what we need is to turn on some water valves that were stuck and then let the rest of the market do its thing and then work. Like it, it seems very spotty going to the movies. It's going to be a different experience the experience of going to the movies. We're starting to learn a little bit more companies will start to adopt safety measures, six foot social distancing. So remember how movie theaters used to try to pack us all in and then, the recent trend was give us bigger seats and uh, food and alcohol. Uh, Technology has become a greater part of the movie-going experience as venue shifts to all digital tickets and concession sales. Again, it's going to be one of those things that were killed off in the COVID-19 crisis 2020 that we're going to look back on and go, whoa, we've lost a lot more low-paying jobs. Concession stands are going to go more digital. Um, people buying your ticket, selling your ticket is going to go more digital. 
And those were people that were making money. One of my first jobs in high school was working in a movie theater. Great summer of my life. Got to see a lot of movies many, many times. Got to eat a lot of popcorn and socialize with people my own age. So cinemas have been shut down since March, but now we're starting to see like some some ideas. Christopher Nolan's Tenet is supposed to arrive July 17, Mulan on July 24. Is that enough time for businesses to start to open back up? In theory, you're going to wear a mask at a movie theater. Ugh. I cringe, but maybe that's what it's going to be. Contactless kiosks to get in and out. Um, buy your ticket online through an app. You know, it's it's it was already there. It was already trending that direction, but. Uh, again, you're going to see when you return one person behind the lines, not 10. So 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to do, talk about, talk about money investing in more. More contactless payments should be good for Visa and MasterCard in the world. Um, again, the transaction volume is a big part of that, and that should start picking back up. Lots of positives. You can find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. I'm Rob Black. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. I hope you're all doing well through this COVID lockdown reopening. I said yesterday that I went to pick up some food and uh, was shocked at how many people were socializing and drinking and getting close to one another and enjoying the sunshine. I think there's a lot of people who are in the camp of stay-at-homers. There's a lot of people in the camp of let's open this thing back up, and there's a lot somewhere in between. But um, I'm not here to talk about that. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Dunkin' Donuts and Starbucks. One of the stories that we did on the show through the last, I don't know, two to three years was the shift towards breakfast for companies like Dunkin' Donuts and Starbucks and getting you into their stores one more time. Starbucks, whether it's, you know, they don't want to just see you at 10 in the morning or 7 in the morning for your first cup of coffee. They, they, they want you to buy food. And the comparisons to people like McDonald's is huge. I mean, when McDonald's says things like we're going to do lunch all day or breakfast all day, people I'm not going to say get excited, but Wall Street kind of like gets fizzy about it. It likes it, sees some action. Now, there's some studies that, you know, more Americans will take a pay cut to work at home. Uh, a pay cut of 10%, people are like, yeah, do that, stay working at home. And who the losers are it may not be as obvious. It's going to be sometimes it's going to be things like Dunkin' Brands and Starbucks. Um, you probably don't have a Starbucks barista in your home, but you may. Um, so the idea is that those random visits to get coffee could get cut. Just a tinker here and just a tinker there. Nothing huge. Um, but restaurant tra- restaurant traffic for breakfast in the United States is down about 40% right now. A bigger decline than restaurant traffic for lunches and dinners. So when you start figuring stuff out, you start going, okay, who's the most affected? And um, McDonald's has seen growth, uh, total check growth. So that's offsetting some traffic declines. 
as people get you know more comfortable venturing out. Uh, so Starbucks is interesting to me, depending on how you view the economies. So let me go back and I, I, I threw this out there in the first segment. China's building up their military right now, and that can't be great news for the world economies. China seems to be playing in headline news against a lot of what Trump is saying in headline news. Uh, For instance, Trump will say, I'm going to cut funding to the WHO. China says, we're going to increase funding to the WHO, World Health Organization. And there's not that much of a story there. There really isn't. But the idea of the two negotiating a trade pact into the first phases of settlement, second phases of settlement, third phases of settlement, that all kind of went out the window when COVID kind of got out of control. Now, it's not good posturing for China to say we're building up our military. And last week for the United States to say, you know, Trump introduced the Space Force. And did anyone want to watch that show on Apple TV this weekend? I think that debuted. I'm not seeing great reviews. I'm not seeing awful reviews. Gosh, is it an odd? It's like, should I waste my time with it or not? That's the question we now ask because there's so much great TV. Anyhow, I am digressing. Um, Space Force. So Trump introduced Space Force and he mentioned, oh, by the way, we've got this great new weapon we're working on that would be launching from space. And it's, it's just not a good timing if we're trying to worry about the world economies. If we're trying to be the greatest, bestest nation, I don't know. I don't know. So the U.S. workforce is something we look at on a regular basis. It's important to think about salaries right now. Um, Median average salary. What is the average American salary? It's important to think about this on occasion. Men in professional jobs, management jobs, similar jobs. Um, 80912 bucks a year. Think of the idea of negotiating this higher salary right now. Isn't it fun how like how messy this all is? 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Service employees make a lot less than professionals. Um, and it's the service employees who saw a paycheck cut immediately. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Um, as we move into this economy of higher unemployment, I already said one of the things we're going to be doing less is going to breakfast on our way to work or grabbing a McMuffin on the way to the subway. Kind of, You get the idea, right? What else will come out of this? A little bit more action from the dollar stores. People perceive value. Um when the unemployment picture is unattractive, they see value in stores like Dollar Store, Dollar General, and Dollar Tree. They're both reporting numbers this week, and we will be paying a lot of attention because they're they're ones that could see kind of a, a shift of people throwing down a little bit more money their way. Isn't it odd how we're talking about uh, little shifts here and there just from a little teeny tiny flu bug? I know you're saying you're kidding, right? I'm kidding. Um, but Dollar Tree and Dollar General, they're simple DLTR and Dollar General DG, uh, certainly are benefiting from customers stocking up on consumables. 
So I don't know people that go in and it's kind of funny. I've got a friend who, when he had like a two year old and three year old kid, you'd go into the dollar store and give him five bucks and say, get whatever you want. And the kids thought it was like a, a trip to the, the theme park. They thought it was the coolest thing ever. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Elsewhere in news today, Germany's June consumer climate improved. Eh. UK's distributive trade survey rose. Positive, but eh. New Zealand's April trade surplus. Non-story, right? There's a lot of news out there that's just not going to move stocks on a day like this. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about money investing and more. Um, mortgage rates down to under 3%. It's a pretty fine time to get a mortgage. One of the things that I like to talk about on this show is uh, moral dilemma questions. Would you rather? Would you rather worry that your home price is going to fall $100,000? Or would you rather get a lower rate? A lot of people approach, I'm going to buy a house in 2021 or 2022, but I'm going to wait for house prices to fall. Um, which, in my world, you don't want to wait for mortgage right, rates to rise if you can qualify. If you like the rate, if you're comfortable with the rate, if the rate's not going to kill you in a good economy or bad economy, these are amazing rates. Should you do it going into retirement? You're not going to do it after you retire when you lose that income to prove that you deserve it. So there's a lot of questions that you have to feel really, really comfortable with. As a man who's over 50, uh, do I want to initiate any new mortgages? In a perfect world, no. But when rates are as low as they are, maybe. You can find me at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Thank you for listening to the show. I do appreciate it. Um, thanks for spreading the word when you do. For 20 plus years of positive feedback, mostly. Um, thanks. It's appreciated. I don't mind waking up every morning and doing research on Wall Street and trying to get educated as much as I can for you so we can chit-chat about some of this stuff. We are seeing markets have an amazing rebound after a horrific correction-turned-bear market. And it's almost like, is that all you got? And the Federal Reserve flexed its muscle. Congress has flexed their muscle maybe too much too soon. If the stock market's saying everything comes back to normal, isn't it telling us the economy comes back to normal on some levels? Uh, some more than others, right? What will resorts look like? What will movie theaters look like? Um, when do parents feel good about sending their kids to summer camps? The anecdotal evidence this weekend are people are ready to get out. Um, you've Obviously, if you've been out and about, you've seen more people on the road because you're out and about. They're seeing you, too. Um, I don't know. America's small buzz businesses are definitively sputtering. Mom and pops, careful of the big boys right now. When companies like Apple and Microsoft and Google have to lead by example and shut down, they also have a ton of cash that their competitors can't 
shut down as effectively or can't cut off R&D as effectively. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Certainly one of the big stories of 2019 was Boeing. The Boeing 737 MAX drama, not over yet. Wall Street's still trying to figure out when the MAX will mean something to Boeing's bottom line again. And again, when I when I was doing my research for today's show, I'm like, am I ready to talk about Boeing again? And it's like, remember the Alamo? Remember the Max? It, it goes through your head, and you're like, oh, we got to get back to it at some point. The 737 is Boeing's newest single-aisle aircraft. It's been grounded worldwide since March 2019. So it's over a year. And last year we were talking about, oh, let's see if it can open up by summer. Let's see if it can open up by that. Now we're just like, no. So the timeline on Boeing to correct the problem and return the jet to commercial service, it's starting to, you know, the question starting to be made again in the rounds of investment communities. The software programs, uh, the software program problems. Getting the European regulators to study the sensors and electrical wiring. Coronavirus has slowed everything down. So now to get the projected date for recertification out there, we're guessing late 2020. It's not going to be summer 2020. So companies like Boeing who are heavily dependent, not Boeing, Southwest who is heavily dependent on Boeing, um, right into a problem here. Uh, max deliveries for 2020 to 2023 were slated for 1,500. <clears throat> now the expectations for the deliveries is down to about 1,300. And these are very expensive tickets. About 40% of the analysts call Boeing a buy. With the assumption, I, I don't want to put words in their mouth, but from reading the research, it's a lot of assumptions of, like, we expect the plane to get back, and that'll help cash flow at this time. But it, everything's starting to slip again. Do you miss Al Gore? Al Gore's in the news. He uh, has an investment, uh, I don't want to say club, but... He disclosed some of the things that he's selling. Um, he sold his shares of Amazon and Microsoft. Does this matter to you? Or do you go like, Al Gore is not my, my moral investment compass. Like I, He's fine talking about the planet, or he's fine talking about Democrats or Republicans. I, I don't know what he means to you. But I could certainly tell you when I see his firm selling this stuff. That I don't go into a panic and go, oh, 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 I wonder if he knows something I don't. Um, it's always interesting to watch where big money puts their money. Cybersecurity companies uh, are a big bet right now, only because they're kind of under the radar of what's happening in the healthcare world. And yet we know big data is getting bigger and we need to protect that information. So Palo Alto Networks. Um, it might be a catalyst for you when you see someone like an Al Gore and his investment partners say, we're getting out of these two companies that have done very well. We're getting into an underperformer. Maybe they're teaching you something there. But then again, when I see it, just like 
Alex Rodriguez talking about investments. I'm like, eh, no. William Sonoma. Have you ever shopped at a William Sonoma? It's not cheap, is it? And you go, okay, I need some plastic cups for the home for I like to drink a lot of water. Do I go with the dollar store plastic cups or do I go with the William Sonoma $15 plastic cups? Um, but it's a high-end retailer, in my opinion. And following COVID-19, I think it's one that'll start seeing the numbers instantly get it right again or move in that direction sooner rather than later. And, and why am I saying that? Um, rich people shop at Williams-Sonoma and rich people are rich people. They're not going to go, you know, suddenly I want to go get some really nice beer steins from the dollar store. So the well-heeled clientele, um, that's one of the reasons, I don't want to use Apple as an example, but luxury retailers tend to work in good economies and bad economies. Now, if you look at some other retailers this weekend, it was a three-day weekend. I think a lot of people said, let's, let's fix up the house. We're stuck inside, or let's go get a barbecue and invite 200 of our friends over and break the loss. Um, Home Depot and Lowe's are busy. So you drive by your local stores and you're like, there's a lot of people, you know, spending a lot of money as if they figured out how to get people back in their stores. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. Global stocks are rallying on recovery hopes and vaccine news. In the back of our eyes, we are going to be taking a look at hospitalizations. The number of coronavirus hospitalizations is rising as states reopen. Former head of the FDA, Scott Gottlieb, said this morning, Alabama, Georgia, Florida, Maryland, Minnesota, and Virginia have all seen a rise in hospitalizations. It's a small uptick, but it is an uptick. Again, something tells me a lot of people are going to be claiming victory very fast here. Uh, Republicans and Democrats, it's this is so politicized right now. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Happy days are here again. The markets are rallying today. Novavax and Pfizer again throwing their names in the hat of everything with our vaccines seems to be going well with COVID. And Wall Street is rallying on that. It, it shows you maybe we've thrown so much stimulus at this that Wall Street's saying, if we get that cure, baby, they're going to regret giving us all this this cash flow. It, it almost has that feel, right? Similar confidence rises unexpectedly in May. Uh, it, as things reopen, as we're turning on the news, as we're seeing people at beach parties and such, I don't know what that does to your psychology, but you're probably, it does something, and consumer confidence is rising on it. Um, Europe is about to announce new coronavirus stimulus, and that could move markets depending on how many billions or trillions are thrown at it. Home prices are interesting to note at this point in time. Gain strength. The let's talk about it. Home prices still gaining steam in March as the country began the shutdown. On a national level, prices in March rose 4.4% annually, up from 4.2% in February. 
home prices, it's, it's one of the more fascinating markets because it, you can't really put it in a, a newspaper and say this is exactly what your house is worth. You could take a look around and see that some people sold their house recently for a thousand per square foot or nine hundred and ninety per square foot. Um, it's in your city, it's in your neighborhood, maybe. And then you have to look at the quality of that home, the age of that home. Um, does a home that's being put on the market have a bad roof that's going to need to be a fixer upper? And maybe you go from a thousand square foot to nine hundred square foot, or maybe it's all premium construction. You go from a thousand square foot to eleven hundred square foot. Um, there's no right answer, right? So that's one of the more, I, I don't want to say damning problems with real estate, is the price isn't fixed. It's, it's very fluid. Uh, Phoenix, Seattle, and Charlotte saw the highest year-of-year upticks. Phoenix saw home ownership costs go up 8.2%. Seattle, 6.9%. Charlotte, 5.8%. I know some people in the last couple of weeks who've been asked to take a 5 to 10% pay cut. So when I see home prices in Phoenix go up 8.2, Seattle 6.9, Charlotte 5.8, I'm not exactly saying that's a good thing. It's good if you are on the buy- owning side. On the buyer side, we may be stretching, right? 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. You can find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. It's newfocusfinancial.com. Hope the COVID lockdown is treating you okay. Things are starting to open back up. And um, Wall Street's, it's the Wall Street's driving. Wall Street's excelling. Wow, what an April and May after what a horrific March. Rob Luck, talking all things financial. Find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. So, I had to do it. Shaved my head. Not shaved, but trimmed it down pretty aggressively. Took off the beard, back to the goatee. Everything's looking a little more trim. Psychologically, big help for me. I don't know. Does that tell you anything about me that my hair somehow? I was getting a little discouraged there. It's down. Just not. Eh. I don't want to make it sound like that bad. But mental health is important. It's interesting because I'm reading all about what the school year is going to look like next year and reading all about concerts and movies and oh, the mental health of it. It's um, it's part of it. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in there. Microsoft United Health Group are rolling out a coronavirus screening app for U.S. employers. I, I, I see problems down the road with this. I'm not the easiest person to manage. I'm not the easiest person on the planet. I know that. And when I'm running late for work and someone's going to be like, hey, 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 you can't get on that train without getting your temperature checked. Or, hey, 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 hey you can't go in that office building without getting your temperature checked. I can see myself going with... No, I can't use that word. But I could see it creating problems for other people who don't understand that you have to be kind to people all the time. Fair. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about money investing and more. The stocks are the stocks. It's always funny when you come up with a, when you throw the pronoun in, the, um, and you turn a word like stock market into stocks, you make it a more formal thing. The stocks are surging today. 
a lot of people didn't know how to handle the word HIV or people who had HIV. So they would refer to it back in the late 80s and early 90s as the HIV. It was really funny because I knew someone who had no concept of what he was saying, and he called the hit. He called it the heavy. Kind of a funny th- way of looking at a horrible scenario, right? The stocks are surging, pushing the SP 500 back above 3,000 for the first time since early March. I woke up at three last night and I looked at the world markets. And on Monday, when we had the day off for Memorial Day, and I love Memorial Day because I love war movies. I don't know why I love war movies. Maybe it's a reminder my dad was in the military. Maybe it's a reminder of, of like how horrible we could be to each other. Um, but markets were, were jonesing. The Dow is up over 600. It's above 25,000. The S&P 500 is above 3,000. There were cheers today as the NYSE floor reopened after a historic two-month shutdown where they said, we don't want you next to each other, buying and trading. Today, the New York Stock Exchange bell was rung. They had 80 floor brokers. That's about 25% the normal level. The brokers on the floor of the NYSE are an important part of the operations of the smoothness. And to get 25% of them back, it's good. For 9-11 and Hurricane Sandy, it was only a few days. This was a few months. And uh, it's weird. Again, I, I keep using that phrase, and I feel like I'm 16 years old. Like, when you get caught on weird on words like, it's weird or it's awesome. Awesome. It's weird to see four people stand at the New York Stock Exchange, ring the opening bell, all six feet apart from each other, all with masks on, all clapping. But I'll be honest with you. Yesterday, I went to pick up some carryout, and it was weird to see people partying, drinking in the sunshine, practicing no social distancing with no masks on. So I didn't know what's weirder, images of masks or images of no mask. Out there in the news, South Africa has downgraded lockdown rules, sending 8 million people back to work. It means a full reopening of what? Why would I even care about South Africa? Is it a big economy? Not really. Is it going to do I have a special investment in South Africa? No, I don't. But they do a lot of mining. They have an IT business, some business services. They do a lot of mining. So basically sending back 8 million South Africans out of the 58 million, you could start seeing that things are starting to percentage-wise open up. Now, again, doesn't mean that this doesn't all go bad. I, I don't want to get into the, does it go away during the summer? I don't know. I don't. It's not that I don't care. It's like I am not a man of science. Home prices gain strength as coronavirus shut down economies in March. That's a weird one. Low interest rates versus socializing while shopping. College-bound students are going to miss out on billions of financial aid due to the pandemic. The stories inside the stories are, are what I absolutely love. Students may need a little extra help to make college reality this year. 69% of parents and 55% of students entering college in the fall said COVID-19 has impacted their ability to pay for school. 
fewer families have applied for financial aid. It's interesting, the thing that holds us back, like, I wonder if the rate of cavities are going to go up because fewer people are going to the dentist. I wonder if the vaccinations on children are going, or if we're going to see a, a, a bump up in mumps and, and smallpox and rubella because young children aren't getting vaccinated. It's weird. You know, there I am again. It's weird. Who would have thought that financial aid would have been impacted? But it makes sense. College costs are skyrocketing. Tuition and fees plus room and board for a four-year college is expected to be this year $49,870 for a year. For a state public school, it's up to $21,950. So to send your kid to school, in theory, you're talking about $80,000 of commitment. Uh, every year that seems to go up. Will COVID be the time that we killed the inflation of the uh, college costs? As we move stuff to more online, millennials are smart. They may say, why are we paying $49,000 for this? I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Find me at newfocusfinancial.com.